Welcome back, my friend, to episode 44 of the Created to Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Lori K. Snyder, and I am so honored that you are here with me today. I have titled this episode, Free to Be Me. I've been talking for the month of July about freedom and what that looks like. And so today I wanna dig into this very important topic And I'm gonna be very transparent, as transparency, I have found, is a key to freedom. So I'm inviting you into a deeper conversation, as though we were sitting in my living room, having a cup of coffee, cup of tea, I have my water here with me. So let's just have a chat, and I will give you some uh, four tips at the end to help you live in that freedom to be the real you. And I'm going to explain what that's about. So now vulnerability is not always easy for me, especially in a group setting. And considering the podcast goes worldwide, it could be very easy for me to just hide and want to shrink back and fly under the radar, so to speak. Maybe you're like me. I learned at a very early age, you know, how to build walls of self-protection and wear a mask and live a facade to cover up my brokenness. You know, it made me feel safe and in control. However, those walls actually imprisoned me. And my husband and I talk about this in episode number 42 called Steps to Experience Freedom in Christ. And you can listen to it there on on the previous podcast. And, you know, although I hid my heart, my heart's desire was to know others and really be known in an authentic way, you know, on a heart level not just on the surface or with fluff. And if you know me, I don't like marshmallow messages. I am about going deep because I want to be authentic and live in the fullness of God. And it requires being wholehearted. So Growing up, you know, although I hid my, um, I hid and my heart's desire was to know people, I just didn't know how. And then it was 16 years ago that I was forced to face my brokenness when my husband and I entered into marital separation. And I sought the help, professional help, of a Christian counselor as well as another ministry. Now, through both of them, and really for the first time, I was able to go on a heart exploration, to go at that deep level, to experience inner healing. And my heart came alive. And it really became easy for me to be vulnerable and transparent because I was discovering how to go to Jesus to receive my real value and purpose. You know, and I wasn't taught that in church. I had to go to professionals to help me uncover my heart and then receive prayer to have the Holy Spirit illuminate things so that the Lord could heal me. And in that process, I learned and memorized Matthew eleven twenty eight through 31, which is real popular, and you probably know it just off of your, you know, the top of your head, but I'm just going to read it. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. There's a lot there, and I don't have time to teach on that today, but 
I not only learned this scripture as far as memorizing it, but I learned how to live it, how to go to Jesus daily to exchange my burdens, my cares for his life-giving ways. And I call this the great exchange. And it really became a process for me. And I've helped so many other people walk out this process. But then, you know, maybe you're like me and, and you have that, you know, that high and you're riding and, and you feel great for a while. And then all of a sudden you hit the valley, you know, that mountain peak to the valley low. And throughout the years, a lot of life happened. And, you know, my husband and I did not get divorced, so if there's episodes on, on that as well in our story. And I'm in the process of writing our story to help people with difficult marriages overcome and not get divorced. Anyway, I'm a sprinkler, so I'm going to sprinkle back and come back to what I want to share. Um, I moved multiple times to different states, and my husband traveled throughout the country every week, and I never felt settled or rooted, and I felt alone raising our twin teenage boys, and I battled many dark nights of the soul and hopelessness. And in addition to all the moves and, you know, being married but really kind of living single, um, I experienced a lot of hurt and rejection from the church, specifically several leaders and pastors in churches, in the different churches that we attended. And now I didn't grow up in church, and so this shocked me. I don't know why, because I was in business and had this happen with you know managers and leaders in businesses, but I really didn't expect it in the church, and I was deceived. But anyway, I was shocked that the ones that I felt called to serve were the ones who did not embrace me. They either tried to manipulate me or use me for their purposes, or they just flat out rejected me. And, you know, I was even one time I was um, asked to be I was hired to be a speaker and to do a retreat, a three day retreat for these women. And a few weeks beforehand, they fired me. And that over time, I became deeply offended and hurt and devastated, even though I went through the process of forgiveness it just felt like blow after blow after blow. And I just lost heart. And they were both internal and external pressures that caused me to then question and condemn myself and then shrink back. Even though I had a ministry and was a Bible teacher, I knew and taught God's word and flowed in releasing his power and saw miracles and lives transformed through me, the power of the gospel. But I still battled this hopelessness, feeling like a fraud, feeling alone. And I knew in my head they were lies, but my heart ached. And Proverbs 13, 12 really became a, a life verse for me, which says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. The message translation says, unrelenting disappointment leaves you heartsick, but a sudden good break can turn your life around. So I had a battle through this, but I didn't know how to navigate it. And so I entered into prayer with a very close friend five years ago. 
And during the prayer, she prophetically said to me, I see two lorries. One is intellectual lorry. The other is the real lorry. You are operating as intellectual lorry. Now, that was kind of shocking to me because I've never identified myself as intellectual. I was an achiever. I got good grades, but I never thought I was that smart. I had wisdom and insight because I prayed for godly wisdom and insight. But this was kind of taking me back. So we proceeded to press into Holy Spirit to get insight and his counsel. And it was made very clear to me that because of the different hurts and um, the life experiences and the deep desires of my heart not being fulfilled, always feeling alone and not being rooted and in community, I had picked up again a performance mindset and was living from a rational mind instead of my heart. I wasn't being the real me because your heart is the seat of your belief system. It combines your spirit and your soul. And the, to the degree that we align our soul with our spirit, who that is the real you. That is where the Holy Spirit resides. That is your identity in Christ, is your born-again spirit, which is perfect. But our soul, our mind, our will, and emotions involving our imagination has to come into an agreement with who we are in Christ. And that takes time. And that's a process. And that's where Romans 12, too, talks about we're not being conformed by the patterns of the world, but we're being transformed by the renewing of our mind. That's that inner heart work. And even though I had done it years and years ago, a lot of life had happened that I needed to go through uh, into that process again. And I, when we were praying, I instantly remembered a popular TV show in the 1960s called To Tell the Truth. And yeah, I used to watch it. I was born in the late 60s. Um, now that I'm dating myself. <laughs> but in this show, there were three contestants who all claimed to be a person that had or who had unusual distinction or an occupation. One of them was telling the truth, while the other two were imposters. And there were four celebrity panelists that would ask the questions to the people to figure out who was telling the truth. And at the end, they did the famous line, and they would say, will the real Joe Smith please stand up? And then the real one would stand up. And that's the vision I had for me, that I was being an imposter in the intellectual mind trying to do all the right things, to say it the right way, to pray the right way, read the word every day, and, and do all the things to become something, I was spinning. And I wasn't being authentically me. So that began a journey of a new journey of discovery to press in to become the real me. And I want to just stress that it is a journey. It's a process of growing and knowing. And I don't believe we ever arrive while we're here on earth. It's a process of maturity. And it's one that is only going to be uh, for the one, well, it's only going to be how we're going to find out really the life that God has for us because he wants us to partner 
with him. He wants us to be so dependent upon him, and it's what our human nature wants to fight against. We want to do things in our own understanding, and we want it to be rationally uh, understandable. We don't want to walk by faith. We want to walk by sight. But truly to live in the fullness of God, it's a life of faith. Total dependence, reliance upon God to say, this is the way, walk in it. And we trust and believe and take that step of faith. So one of the names that I love the most about Jesus is that he is my redeemer. And he wants to help us rewrite our story well, actually write our story and then rewrite our story, but to take what we've experienced to not only thrive in our life, but then to help others as well. And I always say that God is at least in the two for business. That what I mean is what we go through is not just for us, but it's for others. It's freely receive so we can freely give. And my passion is to truly help people become who God designed them to be and live in his fullness of life. He is the source of life, and we're created in his image and his likeness. So we must know him and his true nature first before we can ever discuss or discover who we are. So that's been my journey, and I have been on it recently. You know, we all go through these seasons and cycles. And I've had to just recently go through this as well. And I've had to have help with that process because I've tried to do it alone too many times. And it takes way too long. I have way too many blind spots. And we need each other. We're called the body to help and equip each other. All right, so here are my four tips for the practical teaching of today. I've been transparent. I hope this helps you. I hope if you're a listener today battling with hopelessness, there is hope and healing for any situation. I am living proof. And no matter what is coming against you, God is so for you. And if he is for you, no one can be against you. No matter what is happening, swirling around in your external circumstances, even your internal circumstances, go to Jesus. He is the one. He's the way, the truth, and the life. You've got to have this inside-out transformation because that's how it happens. It's not outside-in. It's not by doing to become. It's be to then do. All right, so here are my four tips. I have for you today that are a, it's really a discovery process. And I recommend you go back and listen to episode two on three keys to thriving instead of surviving. This will give give you more insight as to um, kind of the process of having the life you want, but really becoming who God created you to be. But anyway, so for today, I'm going to have four different tips than I give in that episode. It just goes deeper in that one. Matthew 4, 6, or excuse me, let me just state that again. Tip number one, seek God first. Matthew 6, says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. How we seek God first is primarily in his word. If you want to get to know who God is, you've got to get into his word and specifically the New Testament. 
look at the life of Jesus, and he's going to reveal the nature of the Father. We've got to know who God truly is, not necessarily what you've been taught, what you've experienced, but to have his goodness, his kind, his loving kindness and mercy and grace. And then we worship. Worship is that deep fellowship and prayer. And prayer is not just this, you know, uh, whatever formula you've learned with prayer, but it's that deep conversation and asking Jesus these questions. What does this mean? And, and really dialoguing with him with the scriptures, entering into the scriptures with him, discussing it. All right. So seek God first. Number two, invite the Holy Spirit to help you. He is your counselor, your teacher your comforter. He's your coach. That's a popular word, right? Coach. He's your coach. But John 16, verses 13 through 15, Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he says that the Holy Spirit um, is going to not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. So he's going to hear from Jesus. He's going to hear from the Father because they're one. And Whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, which is Jesus, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Do you know how powerful that is? Do you know that you can actually operate out of the mind of Christ? through the power of the Holy Spirit? Do you know the Holy Spirit? Have you ever been taught? I hadn't for many years, and I had to learn on my own through different ministries who the Holy Spirit um, is and how to partner with him and how to flow with him. It's we receive and release. And having your prayer language is the, the key way to really start uh, understanding scripture and understanding the nature of how the Holy Spirit operates in and through you and awakening your spiritual giftings. And if you need help with that, message me. Say, Lord, I need more help with the Holy Spirit um, because this is so vital that we've got to know who lives inside of us. You have the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead living in the inside of you. You've got to learn how to tap in and access that. Okay, number three, acknowledge where you're at. Forgive those who have hurt you. That means release the judgment, the pain, and the offense. I was taught you've got to value the cross more than your pain or loss. Once I know what Jesus has done to forgive me, how can I not forgive other people? That's called pride. And that's, you know, that was revealed to me many years ago. And so if you need help with forgiveness, go back and listen to episode number 41, where we walk you through how to forgive people. And then lastly, uh, tip number four is to invest in yourself. And that requires professionals to help you. And that's not saying that you've got to go get a counselor. I'm saying people that uh, have experience to uh, 
mentor you, to coach you, to help you. And that's what I've done recently. I invested in myself by having a few mentors to help me get unstuck in some areas to help me move forward into God's best for me. You know, I lived way too many years trying to overcome on my own. Like I said, I always felt alone. We moved all the time. I didn't have that established community. I didn't even know who to help. I tried reaching out to people and and that trust was broken. So I get that it's a hard thing, but we have to have others. We're called the body of Christ. We need each other and we need each other to help us overcome our weaknesses by recognizing some blind spots and who are further in their journey to be able to help us move forward. And I do offer one-to-one mentoring. I love helping people. I love mining the gold in people to help them discover their value and purpose and live that thriving life. And I do that with God's word and the power of the Holy Spirit. And I help fast track people to a new level. You know, it doesn't need to take years to break free and break through. So if you are wanting one-to-one mentoring, if you're needing someone to come alongside you to help you move forward and catapult you into a new season, a new level, then I'm going to ask that you email me, lori at lauriksnyder.com. Or if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, just send me a message uh, through Instagram or Facebook at lauriksnyder. I also am going to be offering a free live workshop soon called How to Receive and Release God's Best for You. How to can't even see here. How to Receive and Release God's Best for You. And you can see my show notes for all the details of all of that. Because the kingdom of God, how we uh, live it, where I go back to Matthew 6:33, where we seek God's first, seek God first in his kingdom. We've got to know how the kingdom of God operates, and it operates by believing, receiving, and then releasing, not doing to achieve, as many have we have been taught. No, it's believe, receive, and release. I want to help you do that, because that's the only way that you're going to be able to uh, truly experience God's way, his life. All right, friend. I pray that this has blessed you today. And if so, would you share this podcast with your friends? I want to reach as many people with the freedom of the gospel that I can, but I can't do it alone. I need your help. So share this on your social medias. Uh, If you want to get on my email list, send me a message, lori at lauriksnyder.com. And then also, if you have not left me a rating or review on Apple Podcast, would you please do that now? It's just something that takes only like a minute, but it really does help my podcast get seen in, uh, in all areas to a lot more people. And this is how I want to spread the gospel one way anyway. So you can really partner with me and help me out. All right, so until next time, I just pray that you will experience the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit to help you thrive in all aspects of life. God bless.